here, here's here's my acting. Ready for this? Here we go. <clears throat> Say it again. Say I'm in the family. You're in the family. So, so you love me. You mean you really love me? Oh, Dominic. Uh, and this is why we have uh, a panel of judges. <laughs> so we make sure that. <laughs> now, broadcasting live from the podcast palace on Park Street in beautiful and dangerous Clearwater, Florida. It's the Comedians on Cork podcast. And now, here are your hosts, Tony God and Pat Largo. Hey guys, thanks again for taking time to check out the Comedians on Cork's podcast. My name is Pat Largo. Another great guest we have on uh, this time, this episode, uh, a man named Dominic Riccano, a special gentleman who is from the Bronx, New York, and decides to live in Atlanta, in Georgia. He's not out of his comfort zone. The man's a professional. He's a good-looking son of a gun, too. Thanks for being on the show with us, man. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, uh, this shading right now is uh, is definitely helping my good looks. <laughs> it, it's all about lighting, my friend. And if people don't know, <laughs> Dominic is uh, he, hes more acting than comedy, but he created a really cool thing, the ATL, the All the Laughs Comedy Awards. Um, and I believe you started this whole, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, but this, this, um, came officially, was it in 2020, right? During the height of COVID? That's correct. Yes. I, I lost all three of my jobs at once. Oh. Uh, and, uh, with all this extra time, I just started writing, producing and, uh, sending out scripts and having people film sketches and whatnot to make people laugh while they're stuck at home. Wow. And it was a pretty great and creatively rewarding time uh so i wanted to reach out and see if other people were doing this and to my not to my surprise because creatives always find a way um there's a lot of people doing this so i wanted uh, something to recognize and reward all these people that are making people laugh when the world needs it the most and that's where all the laughs started and that's awesome and before we even get into the birth of that um Take us back, your uh, entertainment background. Uh, I know you're an actor, but I know you're from the Northeast, right, from New York. When did this all take place, when you were a, a little dominant? Like, when did you first start to know? You're like, man, I really, you know, I want to do some different stuff here. Yeah, no, I, I've always loved acting and comedy. Uh, you know, when I was younger, comedy got at me. I have a lot of fights. Uh, you know, just if I can make people laugh, um, you know, I don't get my ass kicked. <laughs> Dude, real quick. I had the same thing because I was very geeky growing up. I still wear glasses, but I, I, I was very geeky, like, you know, in elementary school and junior high. And before I started to lift weights and play football and stuff in high school, you know, I was I was that thing, too. And I was like, wow. And I'm, that's funny you said that. I felt the funnier if I could just kind of, you know, uh, 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 dissuade people from being mad at me or trying to take a punch at me by trying to be funny all the time, it would be best that way than to try to fight. So yeah. that's funny you said yeah. that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And, um, you know, I always think comedy is so healing. Uh, and like, you know, just, you know, now comedy sometimes is, is not healing. It's, it's hurting. Uh, so I, I just want to make sure there's still a platform for where, you know, comedy can be healing and, you know, bridge gaps and let people know about 
everyone else's perspective and be able to laugh and relate on some level. Cool. Now, I, and I know you, you mentioned comedy and wanting to make people laugh, but then you went the direction of, of acting, right? What, what, when did that kind of take uh, precedence in, in your life? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I did stand up. Um, so, yeah, basically, I, I wanted to act all my life. Um, but, you know, when it came time to go to college, I didn't think this was a career. Uh, so I, I switched gears. Um, but then, you know, the corporate world makes you want to, well, at least for me, um, I needed an outlet. So I would do uh, open mics and I started doing stand up to burn off some steam. Uh, and that was my gateway to get back into acting and filmmaking and all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, I would, um, you know, I, I had a lot of fun on stage and I loved the process of writing yeah. comedy. Um, I, I didn't really want to play into the, you know, doing the same set every night in order to perfect it type of thing. You know, even though it was a different audience, I, I got tired of doing the same routine. Um, and that's not you know, very good for getting better. <laughs> so I would come up with 90% new material every night and then just pepper in 10%. Um, and it just got exhausting and I just wasn't having fun anymore. Wow. But um, I, you know, I started taking acting classes to help me with my, you know, stage presence. And the acting, you know, just rekindled that muscle memory and, uh, and that was more the route I wanted to go. But because of my look, I, I always get the bad guy role, the cop, security guard. Uh, so, you know, I took it into my own hands and, you know, created my own comedy, um, you know, in front of the camera and behind the camera. Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? You get like the, the, the Russian bodyguard <laughs> parts and stuff like that. So. That's a, now, were you doing stuff like this, though, in high school, like, like theater and things like that? Yeah, actually, uh, in high school, I was a pretty smart kid, uh, but English, I, I struggled in English. And I had this one, uh, you know, really amazing English teacher. And he's like, this is not for you. He goes, I'm going to write a curriculum just for you. Uh, and he did a creative writing class, a video wow. production class. And oh, my gosh, it was just amazing. Like, so every week we would uh, write, you know, commercials and comedy sketches and like all these different wow. things. And uh, oh my gosh, it was just wonderful. Yeah. So this teacher did a special curriculum just for you. Did he make you sleep with him? <laughs> no, no. And actually it was really cool. Cause like, like, he's always been part of my story. And I was like, he's never noted this. So I found like an old post from like when the, when the internet first started. And I clicked on and I was like, I don't know if this is going to work, but I'm going to message him. And at the same time, I was up for a really big role and I'm out to lunch with my friend and I was telling her about the really big role. And then I get an email alert and I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. She goes, you got the role, you got the role. I'm like, no, my English teacher wrote me back. <laughs> ah. uh, <laughs> so it's just, it just really cool that, you know, he knows that uh, – yeah, he's a big part of uh, my creative comedy story. <laughs> what? And this is up in New York? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fred right, McKinnon well, and Lehman High School. <laughs> let, let, yeah, let, let's give the high school and the teacher a shout out again. Yeah. Uh, uh, Lehman High School and uh, Fred McKinnon. He's a, he's a hippie dude. He always wore Hawaiian t shirts. <laughs> it was a okay. yeah, good guy. 
Okay, good. So I'm making sure we have a keep a connection. We're, we're turning into a little bit of a robot voice here. So I got a little scared. I want to make sure we we we're, we can uh -oh. hear you. Is properly. it because I'm outside on nature? <laughs> I don't know. You know how it is in Georgia. Things are different down there. Um, down there? Where are you? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm I'm even downer. I'm 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 down below you in Florida. How was your geography class? <laughs> Good Lord, man. You know, I know. I was thinking about New York. I'm like down there, but I'm like, yeah, I'm below you. What What's some of the big things that you you've been in over the years though? You've been doing this obviously for many years though, uh, or. Like, you know, was it a, a, more movies? How did you find more success in on-camera, like commercials, uh, theater? Uh, yeah, not the Facebook commercials, although I'm starting to get more of that now because they'll, you know, they understand my, you know, comedic timing, improv abilities. So that's the only time I get commercial opportunities. Um, but yeah, mostly television. Um, and then, yeah, just doing my own stuff. Like, uh, I have a, you know, when I, early on, we had uh, Two Naked Men making a sandwich, which had a, a cult following. Uh, now with uh, Shift Drinks Comedy, uh, we've gotten a lot of, you know, um, you know, views and fan base with that. And uh, we're in the process of pre-production of uh, doing a horror comedy feature um, uh, based in the restaurant. Uh, so it's uh, for servers by servers. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Good. Good. And and then before we, we get to shift drinks and and, and ATL, um, how important can you tell people how important it might be to follow or take an improv class or do you, and and do you think you have that always gives you a leg up on people with your improv uh, background? Improv is always a great tool to have for anyone. Um, most of the people I improvised with on most of my improv teams, I would say half were you know, in the industry and half were just, it's, I mean, improv is just conversations. A lot of times today, people can't have a conversation because they're just stuck to their phone. You know, I'm also a server um, and I see people go out to eat and everyone's just on their phone. I'm like, yeah. you could have did this at home. <laughs> uh, but God forbid you have to get the QR code for the menu on the phone. Then they're like, oh my gosh, no way. I'm not using my phone for that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, improv just teaches you how to be a human again. So, uh, now explain real quick, this, uh, uh, shift drinks, uh, a, a website you were talking about. Oh, uh, so shift drinks is, a uh, co-founder of that. It's a restaurant comedy channel, um, where we just do sketch comedy for the restaurant industry. Wow. Uh, and yeah. So, um, it's kind of like our outlet because, you know, we work in the restaurant industry. So you can't really tell people off there, but you could, uh, you know, take the the situations that come up there and, and make them fun and relatable, and uh, and that's that's just another creative outlet. And I'm with you, and I like to hear a couple because for six and a half years I did the hospitality industry. I worked at a hotel here in Tampa, and and mostly the early shift, like 3 a.m., you know, and, and mm -hmm. taking drunk people to the airport. So, and, and you do you do have to have an outlet. I mean, some of the stories I used to talk about years ago on stage involved that just to talk about how bad, I, you know, like I always said, I mean, I love customer service. The only thing I hated was the customers, right? <laughs> yeah. So is there one like story that you guys can agree on or one that maybe stuck in your mind over the years that you love to use or talk about when it comes to like serving? Because I've never been a server, but I mean, have mm -hmm. you, anything like that, that that you could share? Well, 
one that just comes to mind immediately because there's millions. Uh, and that's the thing. It's like someone on another podcast I was on said, are you ever afraid you're going to run out of ideas? I'm like, nope, never. <laughs> there's right. always. Um, but this just happened last night. Uh, oh. Someone took my pen. Someone took my pen. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, it's not that valuable. But at the same time, it's so valuable to have your pens. Um, and I, I wrote a sketch uh, a la... Uh, inspired by the uh, Taken, you know, that old movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, Liam Neeson. Yeah, Liam Neeson, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's available online. But, um, yeah, it's just, you know, we're very protective of our pens. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, y'all, if you go out to eat, make sure you, you, you leave the pen behind for them. <laughs> that is that is funny. You know, you're right, things like that. Uh, and I tell you, man, not just because you're a server – and I'm talking with you. I always like to take care of my servers. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if they yeah. did a crappy deal, I'm still giving you 20-25%. If you just did a, your job in a good deal, I'm, I'm throwing a lot of cash at you. So, Because I, I, I was in that business for a few years. I know what it's yeah, like yeah. To, to go home after taking people around for eight hours and sometimes walking away with literally no tips. Yeah. Sometimes they just didn't want to tip you, you know, that kind of thing. So it's a, it's a crappy business, man. But, but you, you're right though. A lot of stories. Um, yeah. So now we take, first of all, when did you go from New York and what, uh, what year did you get down to here to Georgia? I've been in Atlanta since 01. So uh, I'm pretty much, uh, Oh, okay. You know, I, I've split half my time here. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty much a, a Southerner now. I say y'all. And, and just to see Georgia, the acting scene, you know, uh, even before like walking dead and stuff, but it's great to see things. Uh, and I, I speak out of jealousy because uh, decades ago in Florida, we used to have a lot of acting and filming and movies and commercials here. And we kind of lost it over the years with some stuff and a lack of funding. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, but I mean, I would, I, I would love to see it again, but it's great to see the great state of Georgia, uh, and surrounding states have success with filming with movies and shows and TV commercials. It's, it's really, really awesome, man. Um, yeah. And, that, and that's the thing too, is like, um, you know, obviously, you know, it's bigger production coming in cause it's, you know, more affordable to get things done. But that's the thing with this day and age with, you know, the way technology is, uh, with everything, everyone's capable of doing a good product. Um, you know, and that's the whole reason all the laughs is, is here is because a lot of these comedy festivals are just bombarded with name, name after name after name. And it's like, where is the room and the space for the really funny creators who just need a, a platform and, and a chance? And this is where that comes in. It's like, um, you know, we're kind of like the minor leagues of comedy. Yes. You know, this is these are going to be the next up and comers. These are going to be the next people you're going to think about. Because everyone thinks this is an overnight success. No, it's a it's a daily grind. Even if you're uh, a working comedian, you're still not a name. You still got to make sure you fill out that club that night because you're not going to get called back again. Um, you know, it, it's every day and you can kill it one night and then you can't rest on your laurels because there's always tomorrow. Um, so this is, we're just like the cheerleaders to say, you know, cause if you don't wake up every morning going, what the hell am I doing? I shouldn't be doing this. Um, you know, I'm gonna get something better for my return on investment, but at the same time, you do need to be doing this. If this is what you're made to do, you need to do it. So we want to be your cheerleaders to say, keep on going. 
I love it. So all, uh, yeah, no, you're right. No, there's no overnight successes here, even though the internet stuff, I was just talking to that guy about that just earlier, man. I love hearing, oh, we're selling out the comedy club because this person has 3 million um, Instagram and TikTok followers. And it's like, yeah, but did you see their comedy much? Well, it doesn't matter because we're going to sell out. And it's like, okay, great. Well, they're going to come in. They're going to have yeah, uh, crappy a shows experience. because yeah. they're, they're a sucky comedian. They're great for 20-second yeah. videos. And then mm -hmm. you're going to be like, oh, wow, okay, we'll never see that person again. So yeah. uh, I like what you're doing. So uh, you, you have a, this idea, uh, uh, all the laughs, comedy awards. But I like this because it's not just a comedy festival. And if people want to know, you, you, you kind of looked me up capriciously one day. I think you emailed me through my Comedians on Cork page. And you're like, hey, I know you're doing some stuff with comedy and blah, blah, blah. And then we talked. So we just kind of knew each other. Out of the blue, you reached out to me. Which is fa <laughs> it's fantastic, man. Um, yeah. But that's what we do. Now I, I love seeing what you're doing. So this is not just a, a comedy festival, okay, that's going to be uh, in Atlanta this October again. We'll talk about that later. This encompasses a lot of other arts. Can you explain, like, other just categories and what people uh, can expect from all the last comedy awards? Yeah, yeah. So definitely all uh, encompasses anything performance-related as far as comedy goes. So, you know, we have films, feature films, short films, wow. film sketch, uh, one-person shows, uh, long form improv, short form improv, live sketch, um, live uh, comedy musicians. Like, you know, if you're a singer songwriter who does parody music videos, uh, wow. all those um, magicians, puppetry, um, you know, ventriloquists. Um, uh, I would even love, you know, we haven't had any yet, but like burlesque, you know, the, there's always a comedy aspect of that, um, you know, uh, and, and comedy podcasts, right? What comedian doesn't have a podcast now? <laughs> uh, True. So, yeah. And uh, last year was really cool. We had uh, a bunch of live uh, uh, comedy podcasts uh, that were performing live. Uh, Sean Patton was one of the guests for one of them. Mm. And, uh, and uh, Lace Larrabee was hosting another one. And she's going to be on uh, America's Got Talent again uh, August 9th. Uh, so wow. make sure you uh, watch August 9th and vote for Lace Larrabee. Okay. <laughs> That's and what's her first name? Uh, Lace. Lace. Lace Larry. Yeah, Lace. Lace Larry. Oh, yeah. This is great, and you see now because it's too late this year. But like I said, uh, all the last comedy awards, twenty twenty three. Man, I bet you uh, it would be great to get like maybe a comedians on court podcast up there and broadcast there for a couple of days and be able to get you on and, and some of the great talent across uh, the country. Well, well, Pat, it's not too late. Because uh, you have till August 1st uh, to submit uh, for this year's programming. Uh, so um, it's the weekend is October 21st, 22nd, 23rd. Mm -hmm. um, and um, for uh, submissions to be considered for this year uh, up until August 1st. Nice. Okay, good deal. Good deal. And by by by, by what me saying, uh, probably not this year, it, it means I just don't want to do it. I just want to see you, Dominic. <laughs> But next year, it's taking everything I have just to do this podcast with you. Um, no, this is awesome, though. But I mean, I, we want to we want to get up there. I want I want to just go up there this year and do a few minutes at a club and do some comedy and say hi to you and some of the other great comedians. Yeah, you're more than welcome. You're in the 
ATL family. <gasps> Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. And you're so, not even the creepy uncle. You're not even the creepy uncle. <laughs> no. All right, here's, 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 here's my acting. Ready for this? Here we go. Say it again. Say I'm in the family. You're in the family. So, so you love me. You mean you really love me? Oh, Dominic. Not bad, huh? Uh, and this is why we have uh, a panel of judges. <laughs> so we make sure that. <laughs> Dominic, I, I must have tell you, I have a, a sensual forbearance for bald white gentlemen from the Bronx, New Yorks. Please. Uh, this, is where I, this is where I need that Snapchat filter and give me like long, gorgeous locks. <laughs> I think I nailed it. I'm ready for my close up, Mr. DeMille. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. Um, and all the categories, though, that you have, and like you mentioned, this this um, this comedy horror movie that you're working on now, right? That's mm. also one of the categories, right? In the yeah, yeah. I mean, because comedy and horror just go hand in hand. It's just um, yeah. uh, it's always a fun uh, one for me. Um, and yeah, that's that's uh, yeah. Last year there was just so much wonderful content. Um, we yeah. had, cause I'm a big fan of romantic comedies and there were so many people that uh, submitted romantic comedies and just like, you know, it, you know, basically the art, you know, makes what the programming is right. You know, last year I, I'm also a big fan of news parody, but we didn't get very many strong news parodies. So we just didn't have a news parody category, oh, uh, man. but, but you know, all of that is welcomed and you know, if you're good, we're going to definitely showcase See, that. I'm going to write that down, too, because first off, we have a thing called Tampa News Force here where it's parody mm -hmm. news and Clark Brooks and uh, uh, and uh, John Jacobs and a bunch of great folks here that do some great stories. I'm going to write that down and let them know because. Yeah, please. Tampa News Force. And then when you mention burlesque, it's funny because I know of a couple of uh, ladies in the Tampa Bay area that do that professionally and they're really good. Um, nice. So I'm just going to write that down as well and let them know because uh, they won't be able to do it this year, but I'll let them get ready for, for 23, you know? Cool. Cool. Yeah. Then you can guys can carpool. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I'll have my locked I'll, I'll work on my acting when I go, Dominic, I, I believe I'm, I'm catching the feelings for someone. Like that, you know, I feel like I have to do. <laughs> what a difference a year will make, I hope. <laughs> it's, so, <laughs> it's so stupid. Um, so, all right, cool, man. So we got that going on, all these uh, categories. Um, uh, and, you know, and, and, you know, the people, of course, they're going to ask me, and uh, you know, are there industry personnel there? So, like, do you have, like, any panels of, you know, um, just judges or people from around the country with different backgrounds and knowledge to also provide information to the, uh, the competitors and the contestants. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely going to be, uh, uh, we have nothing set in stone yet, but that's definitely going to be a piece of it for this okay. year. Um, and that's one thing we're going to do. We are going to, because last year we were kind of competing with ourselves with having live uh, performances as well as, um, you know, inside screenings and such at the same time. 
so now uh, we won't be competing with ourselves and we're going to have, you know, basically, um, uh, you know, all your attention is going to be on whatever's going on at the moment. So okay. uh, for industry guests or for performances or for just arts market or just networking or just partying, uh, you're not going to have to be like, oh, but I want to do both. <laughs> right. No, this is awesome, man. I like it. Um, and and are you seeing from the first time you did it in 2020, now this being uh, all the Laughs Company Awards 2022, uh, an increase in the um, in the submissions? Uh, and and if so, what like like is there a certain category we go? Wow, this one has really blown up. Do you recall anything? Yeah, and that's the thing. Is like, I mean, submissions have always gotten better and better. Um, but it's always different. Like, you know, it's interesting because everyone's like, oh, 2020 was such a horrible year, but people got really creative. Um, and now that everything's opened back up and it's kind of like um, there's more distraction, more, you know, life happening. Um, you know, it seems like, you know, people, you know, sometimes, you know, I don't hate to say this, but like, you know, just, you know, phoning it in type of thing. Right. Um, and it's, it's interesting that, you know, when other things were taken away from us, we put more into what we can control. Um, so uh, that, that's, that's what I've noticed um, in, in, the, in the span of the three years. It's just amazing that, that you, it just happened in three years the way this is going. That's what I love about it, man. It's great to see. Um, and this is what we do on the, on the podcast. You know, we, we have some people on uh, earlier in the season talking about uh, uh, other um, uh, comedy festivals that, that need more recognition like this. They're already kind of like, you know, you, you're only three years in. You know, you give this another three years, right? And this yeah. is going to be this is going to be like around where people go, oh yeah, the ATL, yeah, we know about this, we know, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. like that, this is it's so exciting, man. So all right, here we go. So I'm a comedian or I'm an actor. I'm seeing this or I see you on Facebook and I go, all right, I still got a few days. Let the folks know, Dominic, how they can jump on and be a part of um, uh, of this uh, show here in 2022. Yeah, so um, they can go to atlcomedyawards.com. Uh, or ATL Comedy Awards on Instagram, uh, and the link there to submit. It's a we submit through Film Freeway, uh, which has been a learning curve for especially our live performances, our stamp comedians, um, our you know sketch improv troops. Um, but you know you can take take YouTube links or Vimeo links for you know if you have something online already. All you got to do is you know make a make a a profile. And then uh, submit with your YouTube link. Uh, it's as easy as that. Um, and yeah, you have it till August first. Um, we'll share the the uncorked uh, promo code, which will give everyone uh, the early bird access price. Um, oh, okay. And yeah. Um, and I was gonna say something else, but. I I don't remember. <laughs> That's okay. We can. Should we give them the price? What? What the unco If they punch in password or code word uncorked. Yeah. So it's uh, nineteen ninety nine, uh, which is the early bird price, uh, which is thirty dollars off. Because uh, right now we're at the extended uh, late deadline. I think uh -huh. they call it. Are people going to be able to view this? 
like a live stream or what anything is going on? Can someone go onto the website and see, uh, hey, my friend's performing. Can I see him or her? Or, hey, can I see what they're doing in Atlanta uh, for some of this? Is there like a live stream going on? Yeah. This is a hybrid event. Uh, I just actually had another meeting with uh, our online platform, Spark. Um, now, as of last year, we had like the networking events and stuff like that as an option. Okay. Uh, if you're at home, uh, we didn't have any of the live performances, um, uh, you know, simulcast. Uh, that may change in the future. Um, but. Um, but yeah, like the live comedy, uh, we do want you to support live comedy to actually be there. Um, but uh, there is, there is uh, for those who can't come to Atlanta, uh, okay. October 21st, 22nd, 23rd, uh, there is uh, an online portion where you see all the film content uh, as well as the, uh, the networking events and, and speakers and what have you. Awesome. And again, that's going to be October 21st, 22nd, 22nd and 20th. And, uh, uh, yeah, 21, 20, 21, 22, and 23? Yes, yes. Friday, Sunday. Yep. So that's what I was saying. October 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. It's atlcomedyawards.com. Uh, you have a few days left. Uh, Dominic said August 1st is the deadline for that. And as always, Dominic Riccano, uh, creator of um, All the Laughs, Comedy Awards. I appreciate talking to you again via Zoom. Uh, uh, one of these days, I'm going to see you in person, so I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, if not this year, then definitely next. But hopefully, I could drive up. I'm only eight hours away. Not well. The way my girlfriend drives, I'll be there in six hours. Holy! <laughs> Got Richard Petty behind the wheel when she drives. Good <laughs> lord! I have to wear three three underwears when she's driving. Just in case. <laughs> I go, oh, damn, I, I do something. I just rip, throw out the window. We just keep going. <laughs> yeah, she's a little fast. She's a little lead foot. Um, but again, uh, do it, man. Uh, ATLComedyAwards.com. If you're not doing it, then tell a friend who's a comic or an actor. Have them go on the website, see what's going on. Dominic and the gang here are putting together so many genres of things. It's absolutely fantastic. And to have this in the southeast part of the country, man, this is, this is great. So, Dominic, I love it. All the best to you and all of your, um, uh, your ha help and everyone that's helping you do this. And um, if I get up there this year, we'll definitely do some stuff live and do some more stuff for the podcast and get uh, all, the, uh, all the great uh, Atlanta love out there. Yes, so. yes. Looking forward to it. Thank you so much, Pat. Cool, man. You bet. Thanks so much, man. And thank you guys for checking out another episode of uh, the Comedians Uncorked podcast. My name is Pat Largo. Laugh, you deserve it. And we'll see you next time. You're putting up with the Comedians Uncorked podcast, live from the Sunshine State, Florida. Don't forget to check out our Comedians Uncorked YouTube channel and just click on that subscribe button. Thanks.